5AA Sports Shows, where are they now? Past legends, past glories. Love this segment, and we're taking a little left-field step with this one. This man has been involved in football well, well over 40 years uh, with the Norwood Football Club, the Glenelg Football Club, uh, the Adelaide Crows Football Club. Built our facility. Built the new facility that you see there now, and it's just been an amazing career. He loved it, me. He was considered... Graham oh. Corns' right-hand he man was. at one stage. He Not is. sure he wants that title. G'day, oh. Trevor Jakes. Oh, God. G'day, Jimmy. How are you? <laughs> good, good, mate. Excellent, excellent. G'day, uh, Rowie. Thanks for doing this, mate. Really appreciate it. You know, they, they call it Where Are They Now? Am I right in saying you're at the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, well, I've just stepped out of a meeting of uh, ambassadors and uh, that of the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, we take tours of the Oval and take people up into the school board and talk to them about the Oval and that sort of thing. So we've got a group of volunteers. Uh, we generally take one or two of those a week and uh, fill in time. It gets me out of the garden at home. I'll tell you what surprised me. I knew your history at Glenelg and, of course, Adelaide, but, you know, Rowie said to me, oh, no, 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 Timmy, he started at Norwood. Started with us. Can you tell us all about that? Yeah, well, uh, when Bob Hammond uh, took over Nord, he was looking for someone to, uh, uh, you know, take over the fitness work, and uh, he spoke to some people. Uh, oh, I think he might have spoken to Jack Halbert, oh, and yeah. uh, Jack recommended me, and uh, so I started at Nord there. At that time, I was working at uh, what is now Flinders University in the mm-hmm. Head Department, and uh, uh, it went from there. So I, I started at Nord, and uh, you know, I had a good time there, and then went overseas for a while, came back, and got involved with Good well, how did Cornsey cut our lunch? <laughs> yeah, when I, I did get, when I uh, uh, was at Nord, I went overseas uh, to do some studies in uh, the US. And then when I came back, I wasn't going to get involved in footy. Uh, you know, I had a lot of other things to do, build a new house, young family and uh, work. But uh, uh, Glenelg were looking for a fitness guy. Mid-season, uh, Mark Coombe had to give it away. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, John uh, McFarlane was, in fact, working as our gym attendant down at uh, Slithers University, and he recommended me, and uh, even though I wasn't going to get back into footy, 40 years later, I was still in footy. Oh, <laughs> Didn't you study at Michigan State University, and one of the guys you studied with become one of the uh, medical directors of the Giants, and you got stud to the Super Bowl one year? Yeah, yeah. And you did invite uh, me? I'm sorry. You said you weren't available. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Ronnie Barnes is the uh, executive vice president of uh, medical services of the New York Giants, and uh, uh, I'd worked with him at Michigan State, and he said at you know stage uh, one stage there, they got into the Silver Bowl, uh, he'd be able to get his tickets, and oh, uh, he, he was good. He was good. So we got over and saw the Giants uh, beat they uh, the. Uh, yeah, they won. It was fantastic. 85-86 flags. Cornsey got you over to the Crows. Let, let, let's concentrate on that part of your era. Not that I'm elevating it above what you did at Nord or Glenelg, but, you know, that's where I worked closely and saw you, Jake. See how good and how important you were in those early years. You were our, they call them now a PPT, you know, physical performance team, and you were the boss of that in the early days. How tough was it? You had jack squat to deal with, work with and deal with, Jakesy. Yeah, it was interesting. Cornsey was appointed in the morning and 
uh, in the afternoon, he got a couple of us together and said, look, we've got this job ahead of us. And uh, we didn't realise how big a job it was. Mm. There was no footballs. There was no uniforms. There was, there, was, there was nothing. But we had a fantastic group of people that worked together. And uh, the interim mm. board there uh, you know, were able to get things uh, you know, organised for us so that we... We got into it, and uh, and everyone obviously was very enthusiastic and uh, ready to give it a real red-hot go, uh, so that made life a little bit easier, and uh, it was fun, uh, and we were able to overcome the obstacles, and uh, you know, we had a good time. Was it you that got the mustard-yellow tank tops that we had to wear? Or- uh, no, 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 I had no say in that. No, that wasn't me, no. No, at that stage, at that stage, I don't think that worked out. Even what colours the crows were going to be. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jakesy, just in that first pre-season, there was an enormous amount of players invited out. You did the pre-season, then of course, Cornsy was cutting it as Mm. it was going along. There was a a training session, and and I couldn't believe when I was talking to Cornsy. He said, "Oh, you know, Jakesy was big on us getting fit using footballs." And, I, and I, I reckon you would be like that. But he was keen on doing a little thing called 110 hundreds because the Vicks used to do 100 hundreds. Yes, he did. And he made everybody do 110 hundreds. Can you remember that session? Because a friend of mine, well, he got cut uh, the day after that. <laughs> 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 He's still dirty about it. <laughs> yeah. But it's a true story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were looking, obviously, at the. The VIX as our uh, as our guide and uh, as our aim and that sort of thing and yeah you're right they did a hundred hundreds and uh, it seemed to be an exhausting thing and as Corns he said well if they can do a hundred we'll do a hundred and ten and uh, we did and uh, yeah most of the players including the uh, the fitness uh, guy uh, did the hundred and ten hundreds I'm still trying to recover from it but uh, yeah, uh, yeah they, they did it. Yeah, I won't tell you who my friend's name. I'll just give you his initials, George Fiacci. So, uh, <laughs> he's still sooking. He's still having a sook about that. Oh, it's classic. We still remind him too. It's gold. Hey, yeah. mate, let's, can I just go back to you? When you were at Nord, I, I heard from Cornsey. He reckons that there was a, a, a little room next to the opposition change rooms. And he reckons that you could sit in there and actually hear what the opposition that was coaches crazy. were saying. Yeah. yeah. So uh, did you get that information, take it back to the, the head coach? Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I've got to be careful here. Don't incriminate <laughs> yourself, Trent. <laughs> Bobby's no longer but, with uh, us. But, but, but Cornsy yeah. wouldn't tell any fibs. Uh, and uh, he, he knew. So there was, you know, there, there was ways and means of doing that, but then there were ways and means of stopping it if the opposition were doing it to us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, in those early days, of course, uh, there was the infamous Rapid Bay camp, and I, I did speak to Cordsy. I said, surely Jakesy wasn't involved in the uh, the firewalking episode. He said, no, Jakesy was right at the back, didn't want to put up a bar of it, but can you remember that particular camp? And, uh, gee whiz, what a moment that was. It was it was a great camp and it was a great thing to get together and uh, there are you know, a couple of great stories out of that. Uh, one of them was the firewalking and uh, I remember when uh, Graham said, uh, "Yeah, well, this is what's going to happen." I said, "Well, I'm not going anywhere near it. You know, I'm staying there." And I think the docks uh, we stayed in the dock and I and a couple of other people said, "No, be it on your own head. We don't reckon this is a good idea." And I said, uh, you know, I can walk on water, but, you know, because I can swim if I, anything goes wrong, but I'm bugging them. I'm going to go and do anything walking on 
bloody fire because I'm not fired for it. So it did happen. But that that was the same uh, same one where we saw just what uh, Neil Curley would do for his his uh, team. Yeah, he, yeah, Curls. We all know how much he loved his players and so forth. Well, Curls got into real trouble because we had to sleep outside in tents and whatever. And next door to where we were staying, they had a uh, a little bit of a farm and they had some chickens there. And during the night, there were bloody really rooster. Was the rooster was crowing and carrying on and. So, uh, so Curls has climbed over the fence and run the rooster's neck and uh, got into real trouble because it, was it on the line. Pegged it on the line, I remember. <laughs> and, and, and he, he said, I had to look after me fellas. They were trying to sleep, but this bloody rooster was trying to keep us awake. So he said, I fixed him. <laughs> oh, Jake, they're great memories. <laughs> we won't run out of time. I want to fast forward. You, you, you're a long serving um, um, employee of the club, but more than that, culturally, you have sh- help shape it. Was one of your crowning glories actually designing and project managing our West Lakes home? Yeah, it was. Uh, when I uh, uh, you know, finished doing some of the fitness work, and Craigie came in, and uh, Stephen Schwert was there, you know, Tricky came to me. He said, "We've got this uh, this project. We need someone to be the the project manager." of it and uh, you know, he explained it to me that we were going to build a new home and it was going to be the state of the art needed someone to direct it and it was one of the uh, the great things that uh, I've been able to get be involved in mm. with the development of that part of which was uh, there was a museum we had a terrific museum in that uh, which is no longer because of, you, know, you know moving to Adelaide Oval course of changes and that sort of thing but yes I was involved with uh, the builders, closely involved with the builders and the designers and such like, as were a number of people. We had, we got advice from, you know, we asked you know, every member of different parts of the, the club what they needed and so forth, and we were able to come good with it. The board were terrific. They, uh, they said, well, if it's needed, this is what we'll do, and this is how we'll do it. And uh, it, was a, it was a great event and a great thing for the club. Yeah. I, I, I love doing it. What about the Thebe move? You know, you built our last home. What do you think about this one? Uh, I haven't been involved and won't be involved. And as I've said to someone recently uh, with uh, going to Thibodeau, I, <laughs> I don't care where we go, whether it be uh, Thibodeau, be Victor Arbor or Port Augusta, I want to win a few games. That's the <laughs> most important thing. So, so uh, yeah, it, it's important that we have a club. Yeah. It's important that we have a club of that is. people are proud of and uh, can get involved in. But uh, uh, most people aren't going to see the, uh, you know, going to be there. And uh, they go to Adelaide Oval and they want to see them win. Okay, I agree with that. The Crows Museum, where are all those artefacts? And I hope that's in the new Thebe development, Jake, because that was, that was the crowning glory of that club. Yeah, there was a lot of good uh, historical stuff. For for a young club, we were able to collect things that yeah. uh, other clubs would have you know, killed for. You know, we had our first set of jumpers ever worn and all that sort of thing because we had that opportunity, and it, it was good. A lot a lot of it has been in storage since, and uh, okay. I've, uh, you know, I'm informed and, uh, that there will be ways of, to uh, uh, display it and uh, interact with people with the artefacts we've got, the, the way... Uh, that is appropriate in a modern uh, sporting facility, which it will be. It might not be a museum, but there will be different ways of doing it. So the stuff hasn't been destroyed or thrown away. It's still there, uh, and it will be used. Yeah. 
Jake's here, significant and long-serving contribution to our club, the club being the Crows, the Sample, a number of clubs there. Um, you're going to leave a long-lasting legacy, not only with West Lakes, but the culture that you helped grow with those key men. I talk of Bob Hammond, Bill Sanders, Neil um, Neil Curley as the footy manager, your good self, and Cornsey. It was a great five years that I was a part of with you, Jakesy. Um, thanks for getting me fit and not riding me too hard. And <laughs> good to catch up, Jakesy. Look forward to it, Stephen. Well done. Well done, Trevor Jakes, our guest on Where Are They Now, which I love. And of course, well, he's it's at all. Adelaide Oval. Yes, he is. That's, That's exactly where he is. Where he is. <laughs> great contribution.